You don't have like a dialing wand? No, my fingers aren't that fat yet. Did you know they got the real phone lady to do the voice for that? This app is so weird. I have swiped to share a photo. Tap me. It's a heart. Drag and drop to change view. This is the fucking weirdest. Matthew and Logan are using previous versions of Skype. They will not see my reactions. Our pictures. Is that what it says? Give me the option. That's what it says. This is so fucking Mm -hmm. weird. I don't want to show my people I'm talking to a picture. I want to like mute it and stuff. It's like they make it every update. They make it harder for people to use this for actual work. This is very annoying. Okay. Oh, I have to tap it first. I have to tap it to even get to the screen that lets me like mute it and, and shit. That's that's fun. Welcome to Skype chat where we're chatting about the chat. Skype chat. The latest Skype issues. That has to exist, right? Skype podcast. Every yeah, episode is like how much Skype sucks. Not affiliated with Skype, the podcast. No, definitely not. It's like how like they would have like, ooh, here's the official guide to Final Fantasy VII, but here's the unauthorized guide. We're going to give you all the secrets. Yeah, it's just like that. Logan consents. Ascents? He ascents. Mm-hmm. What? Yes. Wait, what? What? It's, it's too late. Verbal consent is the best kind. Oh no, I've created a monster. Oh, there's so many of them here. I've created some monsters. It's like a mob of monsters. It's like a group of them. Like an army of them? Yeah. Like a platoon? A platoon of them. Hey, let's talk about the movie or whatever. There you go. Welcome to... Hey, let's talk about that movie or whatever. The only podcast on the internet where people talk about movies. Hey, Logan. Hey, Matt. Why did you pick another movie that's got a war happening in Russia? When I picked it the one time, it's funny, but twice is weird. I mean, it just felt like an appropriate time to pick this because I wanted to see it. And we just watched a movie with a, about World War II in Russia. So I was like, I'll pick another one. Just All right. appropriate. Seemed like a good, uh, a good transition. There weren't any funny billboards in this one, though. No. There weren't. No. Goodbye, whoever that was. Did we lose Dylan? Oh, he's back. back. I'm back from the dead. I'm now Dylan the Whiter. Even whiter than before. Oh, twice as wide? <laughs> twice as white and three times as wide. You know what they called the monsters in this movie, right? Big daddies? No. Zombots? Oh, sure. Well, they don't call them that in the movie, but that's what uh, the filmmakers refer to them as. Okay. I, cho- I chose to forget that. And how about those accents? I thought they had really good American accents, all the Americans of this movie. Does anybody want to introduce the movie? Or I can. If you, I mean, I can unless you want to. No, you do. I it. mean, I could also do it unless uh, you two guys want to do it. No, Dylan. No. No. Dylan this movie is Frankenstein's Marmy. Uh, it's a classic Swedish tale based upon classic Swedish folklore about monsters and robots. I All give right. it three stars. I'm recording now, Logan, so you can introduce the movie if you want. Okay. This week's movie is Frankenstein's Army, directed by Richard Raffhorst, written by Richard Raffhorst, and yeah, it stars a lot of people like Robert Willem and Han Ping Tang and Alexander Mercury. This movie is about a bunch of Russian soldiers fighting a bunch of 
zombie cyborgs in uh, in Germany. Spoiler alert, uh, Frankenstein made him. Yeah. Um, actually, uh, Frankenstein is the name of the doctor. This is Frankenstein, the grandson of the Dr. Frankenstein. Yeah, it should really be Frankenstein's grandson's army. Exactly. I mean, they're both Frankenstein. They're both doctors. Through the transitive property, they're the also, same. Also, spoiler alert, guys. Come on. Come on, guys. Oh. Also, spoiler alert, I think the Allies win the war. I don't know if that's explicit in this movie. Wait, is anybody going to be blown away when you get to the end of the movie and they say, oh, this guy is related to Frankenstein? I the mean, great twist would have been to like well, change the name but very they slightly. Been, they would have thought like, it's actual Victor Frankenstein, not Frankenstein like the grandson, and kind of spoiled that for him. Oh, okay, well, Shit, you're right. Let's just say we were joking, or were we, and then nobody will know. This movie was released in Argentina as Frankenstein's grandson's mons- uh, armies, I think. Um, so Dylan, what do you think of this movie? <laughs> I thought it was a big piece of schlock. I... In a bad way. Will <laughs> he get mad, or was he like exerting himself while he asked that question? Exerting myself while he's getting up. Oh. I heard him cracking his knuckles threateningly. Uh, do I? This would have been a great segment on the uh, VHS, right? If you could cut out all the like the first two thirds of the movie and it's just the horror factory, that'd be great. But it's not that, unfortunately. So I don't recommend this to anyone except for Logan's. Uh, Matt, what'd you think of the movie? What did I think of the movie? Well, yeah, uh, tell me, think? tell me. It's a found footage movie, which is strike one, in my opinion. Uh, but it does stick for the most part pretty faithfully to the found footage conceit. Which is strike one in a good way. Not to <laughs> get too inside baseball. <laughs> but uh, in baseball terms, when you have one bad strike and one good strike, that's known as a pop fly. And that is a home run. This is Matt Bell saying, don't watch this movie. <laughs> I actually didn't hate the movie. Uh, I thought that there were multiple times in the movie when it was almost good but uh not my cup of tea don't think i could recommend it to anybody and unless you are into this sort of thing or you just uh i don't know are interested in seeing different uh types of films if you're interested in film craft i'd say check it out i found it kind of interesting like not the uh events depicted within it but uh the just the, the film itself the production yeah yeah i concur with that yeah, I mean, I was pretty torn on this, too. First of all, like, there's a couple things, like, I, I know that it's just have, like, a certain level of uh, suspension of disbelief, but th- this movie kind of really pushed that for me. The fact that it was a found footage movie, and it was, all, like, all newish and in color, that bothered me a lot. <laughs> yeah, the and it was... All the, Russian sol- the fact that all the Russian soldiers were speaking English also really, really bothered me yeah. after watching a movie that was in Russian. <laughs> Also, it's no, uh... no, no. It's okay though. They had constant background noise that made it really serendipitous. It made it seem really realistic. It's also sixteen nine aspect ratio, which, considering all of the other crazy shit in this movie, maybe that's nitpicking. But hey, they acknowledged it in the film. They the the one guy was like, "Oh, you can record sound with this thing. How do you do that?" And the you know the guy recording is like, "Oh, it's an advanced thing." Yeah. I was still like really bothered by it. <laughs> Those two things really, really bothered me. 
in a movie with like zombie cyborgs, those are the two most unbelievable things for me. <laughs> this is not a movie. It's more like a like a really cool haunted house, but it takes like a while. Like, you got to walk to the haunted house for about an hour. But yeah, look at house, It's super cool. Let's talk about that as we go into spoilers and such. All right, let's do so, it. So yeah, this 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 movie felt like a like would be an awesome video game cutscene, but not so great of a movie. Yeah. You know, like a mini cutscene in a video game where like you're running away or like a monster or something is attacking you and you're like, it's really tense because you're in danger, but you're just like waiting for you to get control over the character again. It's kind of like that. It is also kind of like a DLC mission for Call of Duty too. So it's like the video game in that way. Call of Duty 2? Call of Duty 2, Frankenstein's Army. No, but like it would seem like you'll be like, a really good Wolfenstein game or something like that. Yeah. Like, oh, you have to fight a bunch of zombie cyborgs and Frankenstein's castle. and It is in first person, too. It's already mostly there. That uh, yeah. facility that they were in was apparently like an old mining facility. Like, they were originally well, were going to shoot it in just like a weird little village or something, but then they were scouting locations and found that, and they were like, okay, we gotta just use this place. Okay. Oh, that wasn't okay. just a cost thing? That wasn't like a, oh, we f- got to film in a fucking shed because we, you know, it's a cheap movie? No, here's something that, was that a pissed choice. me off. I could not find a fucking budget for this movie, which pissed me off because I really wanted to compare it to the budget of uh, Beyond the Gates. How many Beyond the Gates is it? Is it 0.3? Is it 2? It's exactly how I was hoping to frame it because I assume it costs less than Beyond the Gates. But actually, um, maybe not because Richard Raphorse, have you ever heard of... Uh, Worst case scenario? No. This was apparently a film that he was working on before this about, like, zombie, cyborg, Nazis. Seems very anti-German. Apparently the movie never came out, but they made, like, a big deal about the trailer and that there's, like, two, two trailers came out of it and one of them, like, won an award for best trailer or something. Wikipedia says the budget for that was 6 million euro. So. Is that a lot? I don't know if that's a lot or not. Yeah, that's a lot, especially if you consider that it never actually got made, which I don't, I don't even know how much, you know, they actually shot for it. So the Czech Republic is just, is just pumping money into the sky, pumping gummy the dollars to make these unfinished uh, anti-Nazi films. This was shot in the Czech Republic, wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah. funny because my first thought was most of this movie are just like historical reenactors walking around Canada. But no, it was uh, Czech Republic, yeah. Yeah. And they paid for it too. What do you think the pitch was? Like the director goes like, you know, to the Czech government, like, I'm going to make an anti-war film about Bioshock Big Daddies killing everyone. <laughs> I think they asked for how art. much money he was going to give them. And he said, the check is in the mail. And then he said, shit, wait, I need that check. So can you mail it back to me? And then the guy was like, me? I'm in the mail? Because he's from the Czech Republic. <laughs> yeah, that comes up a lot in the Czech Republic. Does it? Oh, the Czech jokes? Yeah, yeah. they totally translate. Okay. So Logan, what's the difference between like, okay, this is, it's, it's fair to say this is schlock, right? Yeah. This is schlock. What's the difference between like indie horror and indie horror schlock? What makes this schlock? Uh, I don't know. Is it like I mean, that it's like the plot's not that important? It's more about just the gore porn? I don't know. I mean... Like, yeah. Yes. I mean, schlock is just, I don't know, like, looking up the word schlock, it says cheap or inferior goods or material. But that doesn't really seem like 
that's uh, I don't know. Well, was Beyond the Gates schlock, or was it just bad? Good question. Good. Like, I feel like schlock question. is something that doesn't attempt to like tell a deeper story. It just is there to to spook you or to like gross you out. And this is totally that. Okay. Well, I guess mm-hmm. it is then. I mean, uh, Logan. Here's my second question for you. What's that? This movie is a tight hour and twenty. Let me mute my microphone. Yeah. Do you think it? Uh, did you feel its length like I did? I no, not really. Because I felt like it started off that slow, then it's like, wow, I'm actually kind of digging this now. Like once it got to crazy monsters around every corner part, it started becoming interesting. Which that must and have I enjoyed been like it. halfway through at least, right? Maybe uh, more probably than like halfway through. First half hour, forty five minutes, I think. Okay. Doesn't that start? happening i don't know now let's talk about that beginning uh guy with cameras and in, in part of this unit in the russian military they're going off on some mission nobody actually knows what's going on because it's secret and that guy's supposed to lead them into this thing you find out later to find the the frankenstein's laboratory the first I don't know, maybe 20 minutes or so is kind of just them wandering around and just like cuts of just like random shots of just soldiers walking around and hanging out and shit that I kind of like kind of like in a jarhead way, you know, they're like, ah, these misfits fucking around some parts of that. I actually sort of liked if it had been shorter, like I would have liked that if that had been shorter or better. And if it had been better, you actually could have made it longer. Like, I could have watched an entire movie of that if it was done really well. But it wasn't. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, it doesn't, like, nothing they do to to humanize these characters matters because they kill them or, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter to make these soldiers like people. They're just, you know, they're just, like, victims. They're corpses. They're dead meats. Yeah. The real stars of the show are the the special effects, the monsters. The monsties. This could just be like, it feels like someone's demo reel to like be a special effects guy. Yeah, I want to uh, know. I don't believe that, yeah, I can, I can see that. I want to know why they're keeping the that. Um... Costume. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I really want to know why they're keeping the budget of this under wraps. It kind of makes me think maybe there's something shady going on. Especially if uh, if they kind of rolled stuff over from that failed project that never went anywhere into this, which kind of seems like is what happened. I don't know. Maybe there were like some investors that they don't they don't want the particulars of the production known. I don't know. Who knows, man? Who knows? Uh, this was a government conspiracy to funnel money into uh, Iran Contra Cold War tactics and Iran Contra. It's back, baby. Yeah, I mean, some of that stuff really happens, like to make money for tax purposes. I know there was a movie that was pretty much a tax evasion scam, but it was about a claw shrimp that boxed. It was a giant claw shrimp. Oh yeah, let's and watch that. I don't, I don't forget what it's called. It's really and it was directed find. by Uwe Boll. No, it was it was directed by someone else, and it really only had like a a following in Japan. I forget what the movie was called though. Uh, and then the U.S. government in like the '50s and '60s like funded abstract expressionist artists and modern artists to like contrast with like Soviet realism uh, as propaganda efforts as well. Let's watch a movie about that. Okay, okay, I found the movie. It was released in 2003. It's called Crust. It was uh, directed by Mark Locke. And this was a tax evasion scheme. From what I've heard, yes. 
Well, about it turns out if you do the math, you can make more money off a of failure than a hit. Yeah, it's true. If you that say, if you announce that it's a tax evasion scheme and that it's like uh, performance art of a tax evasion scheme, are you legally allowed to do it and it's not tax evasion anymore? I don't know. Uh, let me Google lawyer. Hold on. Okay. Legal Zoom, yes. is that still around? Uh, Monster.com says, sure. I haven't checked in with my business Legal Zip lately to see if we put them out of business. Uh, I think they're Patreon only now. Hey, I do have a question about that early uh, part when they're walking around. And actually, I think this was probably when they got to the place. Um, why did that guy falling in a hole make the film make a ringing sound? Like, like your ears are ringing. He fell in a hole with the camera and then the sound went out and it was like ringing. I figured it was because the camera was damaged. And then it just like slowly faded back to normal audio. It's an old, it's an old camera, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Matt. That does uh, remind me of the thing I said earlier about it being so fucking annoying with like the camera noises, the background noises and all the fucking like generic, like sound stock noises of like doors opening and horse sounds from game of thrones and everything else that that was pretty bad i mean by the time the monsters show up you're kind of distracted by them to care but yeah the sound design of this movie was pretty pretty like cheap i guess it was bad yeah the monster design was good pretty good except for the first monster you see maybe the first is like a kind of kind of corpsey thing that moves around that looked cheap as fuck that was just a person like a body stocking um but everything after that with like the actual like Bioshock Big Daddies, those look pretty awesome. Yeah. Speaking of the monsties, apparently this is not discussed at all in the movie, but apparently the director, um, in designing these monsters, they have like this weird, complicated backstory for each of them and like have their names and how they ended up there and what happened. The only example I recall off the top of my head is uh, the uh, propeller head. Uh, he said that that guy always wanted to be in the, uh, I don't know, what would the Russian Air Force be? Actually, I don't know if he was Russian or not. And uh, But he was too tall. Yeah. He always wanted to be in the in the airplane shooty. But oh, he I mean, was too Army tall. Plane Army plane guy. He was too tall to fit in the planes. And so then when he got killed or whatever, they put part of a plane on him. Yeah. Oh, this oh, is the backstory. No. This is not yeah. the actor. That's nice of them. I guess. And it's like a live his dream. Or un- have his dream is on death. That's nice. I think I read part of the backstory, too, for that guy that's just like a cauldron with legs. But I don't oh, remember what that weird. was. I did. Read... I read that on the on the level three. If you happen to shoot, if you manage to kill that guy, you actually get like a bonus uh, secret uh, item that helps you out later in the game. You gotta like get the pot belly off of him, and it like has a lot of good shit in there, a lot of good uh, loot. Actually, the the propeller head scene that was one of the scenes that I liked. I thought that was cool, and the way it was shot was cool. And they like the guy cuts the fuel line and it catches on fire and shit. Yeah, that was neat. That was neat. But let's talk about some of these human characters at first. Um, you can tell okay. this movie is going to be very respectful towards the uh, the Great Patriotic <laughs> War, which is what it's called in Russia, because all the names are uh, Cyrillic at the beginning in the credits. Oh, that's mm-hmm. good. You can tell it's going to be real respectful, and they're all walking around. Uh, there's a part, I think, that the, one of the main conflicts before the people discover, the people on this mission discover that they're kind of just guinea pigs, 
is the leader of their group, or like the second in command at first, is Polish, and they are distrustful of him. Uh, mm-hmm. And there's a dialogue where a guy says, you don't sound Russian, where are you from? And then I said, neither do you, because none of you people are Russian. You got cheesy-ass accents going on. Pretty much everybody's Russian accent is kind of on par with, like, if you were the playing, if you were like <laughs> playing a, a playing a drinking game, and somebody made a rule that you have to speak in a Russian accent for the rest <laughs> of the night. Yeah, it was it was golf, pretty much Russian accent. So, uh, yeah, found footage. I feel like found footage sometimes can serve its filmmakers more than its audience. Like it's just <laughs> easier in many ways and cheaper to do a found footage film, right? And I feel like that's the case here. I'm trying to think of examples of found footage done right. Can I think of anything else besides the Blair Witch Project? Blair Witch Project. Okay. I, I, I thought was... this was actually done pretty well for the most part. Well, you liked it because it was consistent. And that does give it points, right? Yes. Where it actually like behaves sort of to the rules of it. It's like, sure, they have kind of a magic camera, but yeah, it's always <laughs> just the one camera. There's always someone holding it. Yeah, it, it behaves in the universe of that, but that's so much effort and time that could be used to make like cooler, more interesting shots with these cool-ass monsters. I mean, it definitely lets you hide the maybe imperfections of these like crazy creations that they didn't quite you know spend a lot of time on. Dylan, we're talking about a good gun footage movie, Troll Hunter. That's oh, one. yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, okay. That's a good one. Paranormal Even though I think that breaks, that, that breaks some rules. Paranormal yeah. Activity. Paranormal, the whole Paranormal Activity series, at least up until 3, Three, I really enjoyed it. It was the first one I watched. I really enjoyed that one. Wreck, which is a Spanish uh, horror film, and Quarantine, which is the remake of Wreck for the American audiences. Is Wreck the one where they're in the apartment building? Yes. That one was pretty damn good. Yeah, I like that yeah. one. I uh, that. There's also... I, I haven't watched Chronicle, but I've heard good things about it. It looked really good. Yeah, it's a Max, Max Landis drawing, and the guy who fucked up Fantastic Four. Or maybe the guy who made yeah. Fantastic Four and the studio fucked it up. Uh, yeah, but do any of those movies, though, would they have been worse without found footage? Uh, Paranormal Activity would have. I guess that and, was its whole gimmick. And Wreck, right. I think, is better with found footage, too. Also, I really enjoyed Cloverfield as well, though I know people, some people don't like that movie. Yeah, and that definitely has all the problems with the camera thing for that. Oh, I also think Troll yeah, Hunter really benefited from his from it, too. Yeah, because that, that actually was kind of like a mockumentary. That actually, yeah. like, it's it actually had, it ran with its conceit instead of just happening to, you know, have one camera. Yeah, Troll Hunter probably right. out of all those, like, you actually used it. Yeah, I actually forgot okay. that that was a found footage movie. I think that's the best thing you could say about a found footage movie, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have I said how much I hate the constant background noise? Because I do really hate it. <laughs> I guess it's like to cover up, like, you know, it's to make the movie sound bigger. And more warzy and more like scary, but God, I hate it. Oh yeah, uh, let's introduce ourselves. Okay, that's Matt. I'm pointing towards the west, which is where he lives from. All right, that was good enough. So, Dylan, uh, I have a question: Is this a feminist movie? Yes, because they uh, respected women enough to almost put none in it. They thought they said, guys, this movie's going to suck. Let's not bring down the ladies Let's by making them be in this. There are so, um, nope. there are a few. So there's a few. I always thought there was one. There was that one that. Oh, yeah. Her backstory is that she was like a nurse, like a military nurse. Oh, I thought it was the same one because she was a, the other one was a nurse. Oh, I don't know. But uh, the 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 one you remember the lady on the teddy bear body. Lady oh, yeah. Teddy bear body. 
apparently, I didn't notice this, but I read somewhere that it said in the credits it identified that one as Teddy Bear slash Frankenstein's mother. Well, that's super creepy. Yeah, it's pretty weird. That was a that was a very uh, haunted house thing where you yeah. walk by uh, a case with a head on a teddy bear. How does that even work? That doesn't even make sense. I don't know, man. Oh, it was uh, science. Franken Franken yeah, science. Sure. sure, science. Yeah. Oh, here's a note. At one point, somebody says, uh, "Dima, you can't be serious." Did anybody else think at that moment? I am serious, and don't call me Dima. I did. Okay, good. <laughs> Glad it wasn't just me. <laughs> um, I don't know, some stuff happens. Oh, yeah, they find out that the guy, they went to that place because he had, like, something that was jamming their frequencies and also playing, like, a fake distress call to lure them there. Yeah, I knew it was a fake distress call as soon as the people didn't respond to it. Yeah. I mean, I kind of saw that coming. You should have been there, Logan. Yeah, I should have. Those guys stopped that whole thing. Wasn't the filmmaker, like, Jewish? I mean, yes. the uh, the guy that was shooting, and then they all The lieutenant who betrays them? Yes, he was. Yeah. And they threw him down that chute? Yep. After he, and then like, he turned into a big daddy, just like the first Bioshock. He falls down the chute. This was very convenient, but I didn't mind this. I felt like it could have been a little better, but it was, they throw him down the chute and the camera like falls out of his hands and then falls into like a shot of him there. You can see what's going on at the bottom of his chute. But uh, like a monster yeah. comes in and picks up like a bag or something and then leaves. Was anybody else hoping, hoping like I was at this point that the monsters... We're going to, like, take the camera and the rest of the movie would be shot by them. That'd be kind of hilarious. I would have liked that. If we're talking about headcanon, I kind of just pretended that, like, this was a reality show. And, like, all these monsters, like, for Mad Scientists, and all these monsters were, like, the ones that lost. And they just kind of put them in a room and walk around. <laughs> that was what I was saying going on. I don't know what you're talking about. There were some head chompies. There were, so, there were a lot of head stuff. But maybe not any headcanons. You're right. Maybe for the sequel. Yeah. Is there a sequel? Let's maybe let's watch it next week if if so. Oh yeah, I well, mentioned I mean, it's your pick. I don't know if you. All right, uh... next week's pick is Frankenstein's Armies. Yeah, I told Dylan that uh, if he didn't show up, I was gonna pick um, Army of Frankenstein's. Are you familiar is with this okay? movie? <laughs> yes. I don't actually want to pick it, but uh... the joke's on you because I'm here and I'm picking it. Because you have to pay for it, and also there's no way that the movie is as enjoyable as the trailer is. The trailer sometimes just... the hard, horror films, though, like sometimes the sequels are better, right? Because they can like they don't have to worry about any of that other muck. Like, they just get right into the nonsense. It's not a sequel. It's a completely different production. This one takes place in the Civil War. Oh Jesus! Oh yeah. man! The trailer seems like a gag. Like it just seems like a joke. But it's for an actual movie that exists, and you can pay like four dollars for. All right, thanks for telling me that. I would uh, recommend make sure you get watching the HD the version, not the SD. It's very stupid. It's like the stuff in the trailer. It, a lot of it is the sort of things that you would pitch if you were writing a joke of this movie. What it would be? So this movie. Sure. Um, also, that guy at a certain point, he makes a video to his parents. Why did he do that? Why did he? 
make this video apology goodbye on this like super classified video. Well, I, I think he's hoping they could see classified or something, and they just show him the video or something. I don't know, man. He was probably <sighs> manic. He was in a pretty bad situation. Yeah, why am I asking questions like that? So the gore here was super silly. Saw a lot of brains, yeah. Yeah. and they looked super goofy. Beyond the Gates uh, had better intestine gore than this movie. It's a little bit of yeah. face peeling. A little bit of face peeling. It was super silly. I guess that's the point, right? Am I just so old now? And like I've seen so much shit yes. that it doesn't. It like doesn't even affect me. It was uh, almost as if like nothing was on screen. I guess that's a question that I need to answer on my own. Yeah, I thought that was to yourself. Well, okay. So about two thirds of the way through, Frankenstein's grandson shows up. And he's a barrel of fun. He does not shut the fuck up, and everything he says is kind of crazy. Uh, and I think that, uh, you know, it's great that this ain't your daddy's Frankenstein because his creations need to eat. That makes them better somehow. That he says that like it's a, like it's a better thing than good. his grandpa's stuff. I don't get it. That's like saying that's like saying like, oh man, this car way better than that other car, that old car because it takes more gas. You're gonna love it. It's yeah. less efficient. That's always good. So is he like uh, sponsored by big food? Like he's trying to make that seem like a like a status symbol that you're. You didn't see all the Monsanto stuff have to on eat a lot of food. Oh, I yeah. didn't. Maybe was it in Russian? Oh, it was. It was in Russian. I think. It's weird it that they Cyrillic. would have things written in Russian, although no one in this movie speaks Russian. And there, that was a German base, I guess. Oh yeah, I was unclear on that. Where actually this this part took place. Uh, I think like Poland or or Ukraine, like the Ukraine. Well, you know, it's like Eastern Europe or Russia even. Um, let's see. I wrote down another question. Uh, one of them had a hammer and a sickle for hands. Was that funny? Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah, I laughed at that. Okay. I laughed at that. I laughed at the at one point a guy comes in like goose stepping and just like doing a pantomime robot arms. That made me laugh. I left when, um, during one of these gory scenes, my fridge started defrosting and it started gurgling. And it happened exactly the same time that, like, someone was gurgling on screen. And then I got scared. And then I got, and then I laughed. That was great. Let's see. I don't think I have any more notes. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I've got some notes. Okay. Do you? I. Got notes? Do. Why am I pretending like I don't? Because I'm looking at it right here. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> Yeah, I okay. I have a question actually. So the little walking boy pot with the boy legs was that the boy from earlier? The I don't kid? think so. Okay, that was way too fast to be turning to a cyborg. Yeah, yeah the turnaround time is yeah. Also, yeah, it takes time. Also, I don't think like the I don't think there was much left of them. You're probably right. I think the legs were the first things to go actually. Yeah. Uh, so I uh, did anyone notice the uh, conspiratorial American zombots? That was unfinished that the camera just kind of pans toward for a couple seconds and then they just move on. There's like one that's like has the white star and has like the American army green that looks oh. like some kind of exosuit or like half finished Zombot. I don't even remember that. that was great. This. Yeah, that's like it's uh, towards it's when uh, the lieutenant starts walking around like Frankenstein's main place. He like sees like a thing. He kind of freaks out a little bit like, oh, but it's just like a empty suit or a half finished one. And it's totally like has like, OK, for the people listening who haven't seen this. All the fucking monsters have swastikas and all kinds of eagles and all kinds of Nazi shit on them. But this one is like American Army Green with like a white star on it. So he's working both sides is what I'm saying. Or maybe he's getting ready for the allies to come. And like, it's okay. I've got the American ones. I'll just fix this swastika up. It's good. 
That happened in the movie. I saw it a week ago, but I promise that happened. I didn't hear what you said. I was trying to find out about the uh, the little cauldron with legs. Oh, the boy pot? Boy pot? Uh, no, there's a part in the movie where they like walk by a half-finished zombot or an empty exoskeleton that is obviously like made for the American army because it's like army green and it has like a white five-pointed star on it. Like it looks like you know 1940s army. Uh, and I just wonder what the story with that is because, like I said, all the other ones are like all Nazi'd up. There's lots of good to Helen Beck. Yeah, he uh, later on he plans to uh, he's gonna like stop the war or something by combining a the brain of a Nazi like half of a Nazi's brain with half of a Soviet's brain. That was weird. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so the synthesis ending for Mass Effect. <laughs> yep, and no matter that would have that worked. No matter what he did there, pretty much the same thing would have happened. It would have just been so the Czech Re- uh, Republic paid for this. Just heads up. Okay. Your Czech tax dollars went to this movie. All right, I'm on. How guard. do you feel about that? No. Hmm. All right, let's workshop workshop some uh, untouched found footage uh, movie ideas. I've got one. Here we go. You see nothing. You see red. You see blackness, and then you you see some red. You hear people talking. You hear the words push, push, and then suddenly uh, a vertical door opens up, and you come out of the world. Uh, You look into a mirror, and it's a tiny fetus baby holding a camera, and uh, you just go from there. That, That could be a good start, maybe. Or maybe like a fantasy setting where like no one has like a found footage movie in like Lord of the Rings where you just don't explain that someone has a camera. Are you doing yeah, just like go for that, Dylan? Dylan, sh- just go sh- go pitch that somewhere. Shooting Shit, prompts, don't... filmmaking prompts. Yeah, let's just workshop this. Let's what else? Oh no, I'm sorry. Let's keep talking about this movie. So yeah, let's. Uh... Uh, Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. Oh, that wasn't this. Wait, what did we watch? Uh, don't even worry about it. Hey, Dylan, what have you been watching recently? <laughs> well. Uh, I was going to watch Dunkirk today, but then I ran out of time. Oh, yeah, you were going to watch that last week, too. Yep, this is the second Sunday in a row. You're right. You're never going to see it. was thwarted in my plans to watch Dunkirk. But I do plan on seeing it this week at the IMAX World of Golf that I guess is like a real IMAX. I didn't know there were different versions, but this one is the real thing, baby. And I'll check it out. Uh, I did see Kiki's Delivery Service, though. And you can, Matt, you can just go back and, like, copy what I said about Totoro into this. Okay. This is kind of I won't. But I know I will, it, so you don't have to say anything. Thanks. Okay, great. No, it's oh, like a, oh. it's it's magical. It's great. It is interesting to go from like the Miyazaki films I've seen. I think are like Spirited Away and Princess Mononoke, and those are both very crazy epic movies. And then Totoro and like Kiki's Delivery Service are comparatively like so small, like slice of life, like episodic things. Uh, but they're both super magical. Uh, I like Kiki's a little more just because it's like a little more adult. I guess like it's. There's like less tiny, tiny child humor in it. And I didn't watch the dub, but apparently the dub, uh, it was Phil Hartman's last role on film. He played the, uh, her, the witch's cat friend. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's pretty sad. Yeah. But I didn't watch the dub. Anyway, it's a great movie and it's like heartwarming. And even when Miyazaki movies aren't explicitly sad, they still like make you nostalgic in like a sad way, but in like a good sad way. I don't know. Anyway, they're great. Like, watch that shit. I I don't care if you don't like anime. Like, give it a shot. You'll like it. Okay. Your heart's gonna get warmed. Hey, let's uh, let's do finish saying about the movie though. What happened at the end? Oh, because it was a thing that happened at the end. Guy dies (laughs) because Frankenstein betrays him, and then his got his friend who he thought was dead 
grabs the camera. Yeah, it was like the away. the guy who was like kind of the scrawny kid rookie of the group who, you know, you would probably peg as the one for sure who's going to die, who at the end grabs the camera, runs out, and... Uh, uh, yeah, he also kills Frankenstein before doing that. And yeah, that's okay, true. That, that, the skinny kid was not the other kid who is like kind of an asshole and then just turns into a complete monster towards like the middle part. Like he starts out as kind yeah, of like a brash uh, guy. That's a different guy. Yeah, that's a different dude. I forgot his name, but yeah, he's awful. That guy was awful. I mean, he started out okay. It's like, oh, he's like the kind of jerk, but not like a total asshole. And then he just turns into a fucking monster. Yeah, Might as well like, put a giant swastika like cannon on him because he's a uh, Frank bot. Sunbot. I was like, uh, mercy kill all the time. <laughs> I, I can't it's remember all about those mercy killings. I can't remember He's the an angel name. Of death. I can't remember the name of the kid that gets away, but the movie ends with like a picture of him next to Stalin. Yeah, yeah, that's the end. Um, you don't have one. Also, let's see, Richard Raphorst. You guys know what Raphorst translates to? Nope. Is it Raphorst? I do, but I want to know if you know. Rapping horse. Yeah, uh, I got, got it. it on one go. And let's see, there's one more thing that bugged me about this movie. I really can't settle on a good, like, porn parody title. Frankenstein's horny. Oh, you shit. Go. You're welcome. All right. Well, thanks, Dylan. Now I feel stupid. How about Frankenstein's monster and then in parentheses cock? Okay. I worked for a long time with, like, Spankensteins. I thought maybe there was something there, but I don't know. Frankenstein's, Frankenstein's armoire, and then you can have, like, a bunch of sexy stuff on the VHS cover. All right. Well, we put that film to bed now. Mm-hmm. Vivid Entertainment, uh, take our ideas and run with them. So what was your favorite monster from this movie? That's a good question. Mine's Propellerhead guy. What'd you say? Propellerhead guy? Well, it's head person. Oh, Drillhead. Ah, I think they refer to him as, like, Mosquito Man or something. Again, they don't refer to them as anything in the movie, really, but people... Which really kills their marketing potential. You know, you really want to, like, to make a more toyetic film, you really want to, like, kind of identify these monsters, maybe get them different costumes or transformations. Yeah, just think of all the trading cards. Yeah, this is a really messed up. Yeah. Matt, what was your favorite monster? Propeller guy. My favorite monster was Stalin because he was directly responsible for the deaths of millions and millions of innocent people. And I think man is really the worst monster than any of these monsters that were created by humans. Well, they also were men. Right, but that's not their fault. Do you blame a lion for attacking a zebra? That's its nature. Do you blame a Nazi propeller monster for, you know, uh, killing everything it sees? No. Do you blame a Frankenstein for building an unholy army of the damned? You don't need to because it's actually Frankenstein's grandson. And that's the end of this podcast, uh, everybody. I mean, he's still Frankenstein. That's still his name. That's the big reveal of this podcast. Wait, he's actually a Targaryen. It's that's the, a spoiler. Sorry. The, oh, Dylan. Gotcha. Hey, Matt, what have you been watching recently? Let's see. I watched some stuff. Dylan, did you finish saying what you had watched? Was there anything else? I watched Kiki's Delivery Service, and maybe okay, I'll watch them by the time the next podcast comes up. No, you won't. Uh, I did see Wonder Woman. How'd you like that? Like, how was it? Not great. Okay. All right. That's what I. That's what I felt like. I haven't. I haven't watched it, but like, that's what I was kind of worried about because I think it was getting a lot more hype than 
Yeah, I do think it's better than the other DC movies. The, That's kind know, of a low bar, though. Superman, Batman's, yes. Um, also, there are some ways which I thought it was like kind of actually weirdly sexist, but uh, I'll save that for when we talk about Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah. why are you sexualizing men? That's no, not fair. They didn't. I do appreciate, though, the fact that uh, the actual Wonder Woman movie like has now proven to the studios that a movie can actually make a lot of money, even if it stars a very attractive woman. We did it. Yeah, now they know. <laughs> we've, we've proven that even uh, even a shitty DC movie can make a... No, it's definitely the best one and the only one that I've seen of the DC canon. Oh, DC canon. I think that's my favorite uh, monster from this movie. Never mind. Also, uh, my wife made herself laugh when we were talking about Wonder Woman, and she said something about them casting a female director. And yeah, she, she was like, oh, wait, I meant to say hiring, but actually... <laughs> Yeah, give all your headshots to us, female directors. We got to pick a good one here. Yeah, you're um, behind the camera, but we can tell. It was it was all right, but it was dumb. There was uh, a bunch of the dumb things that made me go, "Hey, that's dumb." Um, there was a time when a bunch of guys are like, "Hey, let's all of us pick up this thing we can barely pick up, and it will give Wonder Woman a boost." And then with that slight boost of raising this thing barely a few inches, she was able to jump to the top of a tower and smash through the building, which I guess Ooh. otherwise, without them doing the pointless thing, she would have only gotten a few inches lower and smashed through it lower. Yeah, I don't know. The, histor- the historian in me uh, really uh, uh, was shocked that they would destroy this like priceless 13th century cathedral just for this one part. It's very unfortunate. Actually, it kind of sucked because, like, the idea behind it, I thought, was actually kind of beautiful or could be this lady from not the world that we know thinking that she can stop the war by, uh, like, oh, this is Ares. This is the god of war causing these people to fight and, like, thinking she can track him down and find him and just this mythological thinking on her part. That's kind of beautiful. And then if, oh, if it turned out, hypothetically if Ares was actually real and doing that that could also be really beautiful but it wasn't it wasn't done that well and uh at the end there's a really dumb line that I hated that seemed like it was written by little kids playing with action figures where she calls back a line that Chris Pine said earlier that didn't make sense when he said it the first time and it didn't make sense when she said it back to somebody else and that was dumb that's good yes they said back to something that was dumb. Get into my invisible plane. Fly mm-hmm. away. Yeah, which he was driving a it bus was in the movie. when he said that. Yeah. It was in every scene, actually. Yeah. Um. Oh, I also saw The Big Sick. That was good. That's uh, Camille. Yeah, Nanjiani. Nanjiani. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and directed by Michael Showalter, uh, which, speaking of Showalter, uh, Wet Hot American Wet Hot Summer American 10 Summer. years later. Yeah. Of course, that's really funny and silly and crazy. That was good. But Big Sick was, uh, not only was did I think it was a good movie, but it gets extra points because I thought of a really good uh, porn parody title for it. <laughs> the Sick Dick. No. I'm not going to tell you what I'm... it is because I think I maybe could make some money from this somehow. I'm going to see if I yeah, can just go for it. put a project together. With this award-winning title I came up with. 
Um, That's good. Don't tell us. I played a video game. It's called Until Dawn. Oh, the first time. I gotta, I gotta play that still. It was. When did you do that, Matt? That would have been fun as fuck. I love that game. Yeah, it was good. I very much enjoyed that. Also, it was written or co-written by uh, Larry Fessenden, who was oh, in. Oh, that was the guy in. Uh, he was in. We're still here. Yep, he sure was, and he was actually and, uh, too many cooks. He uh, played one of the characters in Until Dawn too. Nice. Wait, which one? Wait, maybe that's a spoiler. Should I cut that out? Wait, we are still here. Which one was that? Uh, the we are still here is the ghost story one with the house that had a bunch of yeah with the bird. Like, Ghost zombies, yeah. corpse. Oh yeah, monsters. yeah, yeah. Wait, who was he in Until Dawn? Which character's first name? Just say it. He was uh the, the... Part of the like he was part of the couple that came after. Oh no, like, I mean help. the video game. Sorry, Logan. Oh, I think uh, he... fire. Uh oh. Okay, is that a spoiler? Oh yeah. Uh, cut... Yeah, it is. All right, I haven't played yet. I'll just say that he's in that movie at some point. He's a psychiatrist. Mmm, the psychiatrist, Dr. Hill. It's a great yeah. game. Uh, did you guys see the multiplayer version of that? It's a house rules thing. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, you hear about I this? don't. Please explain. Uh, it's where you, I won't say character names, but you play... Um, oh, do you like people. trade off depending on... Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's Yeah, you do. And then like you try to win your guy win. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you should. It's Yeah, check it out. Just Google Until Dawn multiplayer. I actually ended up well, playing it with my wife. No, it's oh, pretty. Nice. Yeah, I played. We played that in one night. I mean, it's like better than a horror movie. Like, it's it's such a group thing. Like, Logan, get some friends like together or like whatever. It's definitely worth like in a group. It's it just is, as fun to watch as it is to play. It is, and I really enjoyed the uh, gameplay. Like, it helps keep you on the edge of your seat and invested in the scariness. I shouted a few times with the jump scares. You know they're fucking coming. <laughs> oh yeah. But I still <laughs> was just ready to go. Bah! Oh no, spiders. Oh wait, I mean bats. And I like the uh, don't move thing where you have to, uh, you know, if you play it on a controller with the motion sensor, you have to stay perfectly still occasionally. And I like the twist where... Spoilers. Oh, Logan didn't stop me. Okay. Oh, he did. That was a little late. That was a little late on that, Logan. I will say... Hey, Logan, what have you watched but not played lately? I will say, and a brag, real quick, sock over Logan, I got everybody out alive. That's cool. Like you and your wife? Yeah, we both made it out of playing that game alive. Thank God. That's good. But I watched Great. a couple things. One show I watched was called Van Helsing. It's a sci-fi original TV show. It's very filled with drama and seems kind of cheap. And it's not fun. Not a fun show. It's just dark. Is the movie better? Because it's probably not. Probably. The movie sucks. Yeah. I don't know. Like I enjoy the show, but it's just it's not fun. It's not a fun show. And well, yeah, it's a sci-fi general, show. Well, no, a lot of that's usually like sci-fi shows are generally fun. Oh, they generally have enjoyable moments, like something that will make you laugh, even if there's lots of action or something dark or whatever. There's usually like something that's fun. This is just devoid of all fun. There's nothing that I, that I recall watching in these TV shows. That's like, oh, that was a funny moment. That was a nice character. It's just, Would you bestow the title of Grimdark? Dark? On this? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's not dark enough. Well, I guess it's kind of dark enough for that. I'm not really sure. It's lame it, dark, then, I guess. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> it's just like, bland and devoid of fun. 
I mean, it's like a soap opera. Grimland. Grimland. I also watched Grim. a show called Comrade Detective, the Amazon original series. Oh, yeah! Oh! Like Patriot, that's oh. a good series. Oh, I hear uh, good things about the Patriot. The movie, we'll talk about it in a second. Hate you. Comrade Detective is pretty fun, and I really like it. It's basically kind of like a 80s satire of action movies. The whole idea is that it was it was like a Romanian detective show serving as propaganda, like our action movies were propaganda for American audiences. Yeah, it looks fun on Metacritic or whatever. Is there, are there names attached that I would know, like in the creative uh, part? Uh, Ch- Channing Tatum. And Channing Tatum. Tatum is on an Amazon Prime show? I gotta yeah. see this. Well, he does the voice of the main character. Uh, okay. Because the way it's done is Magic it's Mike. supposed to be a Romanian detective show, and then they overdubbed it. And Channing Tatum does like, the voice of the main character, and Joseph Gordon-Levitt does a voice for the partner. And Joey Gordog? Yeah. It's a pretty solid show. I really enjoy it. That's cool. Amazon Prime, right? Yep. Logan, have you seen anything else? Uh, nope. I don't think I have. Speaking of also Amazon Prime, swims on Prime, I gotta go. I've been <laughs> I've been watching uh, Man in the High Castle. I hear That's it's it. not good. It's all right. I heard the opposite. It's kind of weird when uh, you kind of start identifying with some Nazis, or there's like a character that you like, and it's a Nazi. Nazis are people too, Matt. Kind of weird. So you still you identify want... with Yankees occasionally. <laughs> you guys want to talk about stuff more? Hey, Dylan, do you want to pick that movie or whatever? I do want to talk about stuff more. I saw a movie called The Patriot about 15 years ago, and it was pretty good. I could have used more Heath Ledger and less Mel Gibson. Did you see the whole thing or just clips of it? Just clips. Uh, pretty good clips, though. I would give those clips a three. They tell you um, how to be a man. Man of the High Castle. We've already talked about this, but that book is really great, and I hear the show is like really different. So it probably doesn't spoil the book. Just read the book. It's a good book. Yeah, it is. I mean, uh, just to, in the show, you've got instead of a book, it's a film or films. Well, that makes thematic sense, or that makes stylistic sense, I suppose. Right. Did you read the book? No, I know what happens in it, though. Nazis won. Spoiler alert. I should probably read it. It's a great book. By the way, I'm kidding about that. About what? That I should read the it thing, and that's good? The thing, yeah, that's a joke on you. I got, We got him, Logan. Oh, no. I had already downloaded this book. Yeah, um, uh, are they a sponsor? Code Tatmau? Readable. Lookable. Oh, you download readable? That's a good one, too. Visible? So, guys, speaking of Amazon Prime, next week's pick is Amazon Fresh. Is it available in your area? Let us know. We'll talk about it. We order food or something? Yeah, see how it works. Okay. I Could someone explain to me how Amazon Pantry works? Because sometimes I'll buy things that seem like they should be groceries and it won't be. And sometimes I'll buy things that it seems like they should be, shouldn't be in the R. Oh, Amazon Pantry. I thought you said Amazon Panties. Those are no, no. Different. Those always get right where they need to... <laughs> All right, everybody. Next week's pick is... It's really hot in this car. I'm sorry. I don't have the AC on, so the fan doesn't play. <laughs> it's, it's really <laughs> hot. Uh, I feel like I'm in a submarine or something. I didn't or, know you were in a like car. A, you can't tell? That explains how you sound. By or, you yeah, sound yeah. like you're in a car. I Can you hear the like the humidity and the like condensation on the windows of this car? It's raining slightly now, too. 
Anyway, what are we talking about? Oh yeah, sure, movies. Oh yeah, this so is next a movie podcast. Movie. So you got to do the movie reference where you put your hand on the window and run it down, wipe off the condensation. Oh, like while I touch myself or something? Yes. Okay. All right. So after you delete that, the next thing that'll be in this podcast is that I say that next week's movie is related to Amazon Prime, and that I'm pretty sure it's on Amazon Prime, and the name of it is called either The or just Black Hood's uh, Black Hood's Daughter. Let me get another take on that. The movie for next week is Please. the Black Oats. Oh shit! Uh, the movie for next week is the Black Coats Daughter. So you have to watch it because I'm making you. All right, let me make sure it's on Amazon first. Before I checked a couple days ago and it said yes. Also, well, if I'm... that's on Amazon, the podcast is over because I have nothing else to watch. <laughs> if they, if that's on Amazon Prime, we're watching Frankenstein's Armies. Yeah, it's on here. So we're watching Frankenstein's Armies? Great. No, Black Coat's Daughter. That's the extra credit pick for the patrons. I do think you should watch that trailer, though. Okay. So it has no relation to this film? Nope. Army of Frankenstein. Was it made after or before? Uh, I don't remember. Probably after, since I think this movie was... They worked on it for like a long time. Did you so, guys like... Would you rather watch this or watch um, the Soviet Sniper Ukraine movie? Which one? Like what? like tonight. Which one's you rather watch? I'm asking. Like right now. You guys, let's watch a movie. I have my two I got Frankenstein's Army and I got Mother Russia Ukraine propaganda. Let's spy. watch uh uh what's it called? Blue Caprice about the American snipers. Oh, I like that one. Oh, oh, American Sniper about the American Sniper. Oh, yes. I couldn't remember the name of that movie about the American Sniper. I did actually watch Logan? that movie. Silence means what does it mean? The show is over. Hey. All right. Here's here's how we're gonna end this. This show ends yes. as soon as all three of us can stop talking for four seconds. And That's never gonna happen. Starting and I now. I think we're gonna start it soon. Yeah. Let's start. Oh. Which one of us is gonna be counting the seconds? Uh, is Jail around? Uh, yeah. Do you want me to get her? Yeah, that's the only way to make it fair. Yeah, that's the only way to make us stop talking for four seconds. Exactly. <laughs> One of us leaves. <laughs> so, Logan, what's going on? What's it been? What's it been? What's it been? Well, you're going to be in luck, because I hear this Black Hood's Daughter is the best movie that's ever been made. Oh, really? Uh. I was looking at reviews, and I was like, hey, it's all right. Yeah, you look at reviews before you review this movie. Does that not change I mean, your process? Well, when you Google movies I, nowadays, reviews kind of just pop up. How many yeah. thumbs up is, did this get on Netflix? How many Netflix thumbs? <laughs> is it on Netflix? I don't think it is. Probably not. Watch Westworld. There's another movie. But don't watch I that trailer for season two because boy, boy, some stuff happened. Wait, is there a trailer for season two? Yes. Oh. I'm gonna did go. anyone watch the leaked Game of Thrones episode last night? Or it came out like two days ago? Because no, I did. I'm gonna go watch it now, though. No, you you know you should watch it with a watermark that says "only for internal view" and a time code at the bottom, and then like 360p. That's how you should have seen it. And then you have to like erase your hard drive afterwards because it's infected. Yeah, even though it's streaming and you didn't download it. Yep, you got to be careful. HBO does not mess around. All right, all right is Jail here? No. Oh. Never went and got her. Who liked the the Americans? Was that Kevin? I gotta watch that show. That oh yeah, good. I think he did like that. Oh yeah, because that's why he picked uh, that one movie. Where's Kevin? 
Oh yeah, we didn't introduce ourselves. I'm Matt. That's and... Kevin being sliced up <laughs> for the slaughterhouse. Thought maybe you were somewhere where it was snowing and you were scraping the ice off your car. It's so hot here. Oh my god, I'm steaming. Hey, thanks I for listening. It's pretty hot down here too. What? Oh, it's yeah. hot, Matt. You had to turn your fan off. Why aren't we ending the show? Why can't we end the show? Not until the rules are obeyed. What's this podcast about? It's institutions. It's nothing. It's an idea. It's a germ. I mean, we can just say goodnight, everybody, and then the show's ended. If all of us do it, we all have to turn our goodnight keys. Mine is not even... I ate my key. I can't even put... You gotta wait for it to come out. But if we don't say thanks for listening, how will people know that we appreciate them listening? Also, do we, how much do we appreciate people listening? Uh, I kind of do. It's nice. Okay. I think it's a nice gesture. All right. I don't think anybody listens to this podcast. Prove me wrong, listeners. Write yeah. in and tell us how little you care. Throwing that down. Oh, yeah. Email at H-L-T-A-T-M-O-W. Hlatatmow. It stands for the Patreon name of the show. at my personal PayPal. At Gmail. Dot org. Email the show and tell Dylan what you want him to do, and then he has to do it. This is a new event that I'm announcing without asking Dylan if it's okay first. And we will check your IP, so don't even try it, matter, Logan. So... Virginia IPs only, because that's the only state that listens to this. All right. I think I can scrabble together a Virginia IP. i like to see you try. What, are you going to use a VPN? Because you totally could. Hey, thanks for listening. We appreciate it, and for listening, good night. NSL. Did I do you it? You guys know what that stands for. I think I did it. Stowns for? Stowns. S-Towns. One. <gasps> you guys listen to S-Town? No. All right, here's what you're going to do. You guys listen to this. Stop. Turn it off. Wait, no, no, no. Fast forward to the end. Matt, put it in the show description to the end of where I say this. Guys, listen to S-Town. It's a better podcast than this. I'm going to cut that out. I just don't put that in. Yeah, I won't. Do you think that that would actually keep people from listening to this? No. Maybe. Do you think it would make anybody listen to S-Town? Maybe. Hmm. All right. Well, now that somebody's in the bucket, it's time to go. (laughs) Another show down the hole. Let's flush it. Good night. Black coat star. I'm in a car, so I can't flush my toilet. All right. Good night, guys. Good night, everybody. All right, now it's time for the after show. Hey, oh, that was a great show. All right. Hey, when like are we recording? Talked about next Frankenstein. We want to do Sunday again. That was actually very confusing when you guys like sending me texts like, "Well, uh, I'm I'm here. Yeah, I'm hanging out." And then you're like, and then you, and then Logan these texts you're like, uh, "Oh, well, I, I got busy, so whatever." So, so I was just like, "Oh, Logan had something to do. Okay, whatever." <laughs> so, I'm really sorry about that. I. Was it? I did not mean to be a dick. Sometimes I do. That was not one of those times. That was an accident. I, I, it was not on purpose. It's fine, Dylan. It's fine, man. <laughs> all right. We're, we're kind of used to you being a bit flaky in all honesty. <laughs> well, yeah, but that wasn't on purpose, though. Wait, is, are the other times on purpose? Yes. <laughs> yeah. See, I was just Logan, thinking. there's a thing called voluntary manslaughter and involuntary manslaughter. That was the latter that time. Okay.
now I'm like I, actually kind of upset because like, wait, is that other time like that you every other time like you've been kind of flaky? Is that intentional? It's a negging thing. It makes you want me more. Listen, there's a book you need to read called The Mystery Method. Step one: Wear a big top hat. Does anyone even know who that is anymore? Even that reference is pretty dated. I don't want a top hat. I had one. Oh, yeah, I'm an MGTOW. Don't Google that. Actually, do it. It's pretty funny. NCSIW. NCIS. Uh, w NCIS Wisconsin. Oh, okay. The Navy has a lot of crimes that they gotta prosecute. Hey, thanks for everyone. Oh, we already did that. All right. Oh wait. Hey, thanks for listening, guys. See you next week when we review. So is it Sunday? Listener, stick around. Hey, it's Matt. I want to tell you about my new graphic novel. Uh, it's called I Have to Do This First. Subtitle, The Life and Death of an Aspiring Artist. It's about creating stuff and life getting in the way of creating stuff and what's the point of any of it and who cares. And comic books. Uh, it's a graphic novel, black and white, 116 pages. You can buy a copy for, I think it's like 12 bucks. Or you can buy a digital copy for like 3 bucks or something like that. Uh, you can get it on Indie Planet. I'm going to put a link on my website, depressingscience.com. Depressingscience.com. What else? What else? Uh, I don't know. See ya. Later, dudes. Bye. Bye. Bye.